All right, we are back. That was Cool Sounds with Cactus Country. We'll listen to that a little later on. But right now, standing by to kick off the second segment of the show is Aliza Kelly. Good morning. Hello. I saw your book, and I was so excited because when I was about 10 years old, I got interested in astrology, and I thought it was so fascinating. Oh, cool. Yes, I, that is definitely what the experience I want to achieve is. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I just... You know, I'm a Capricorn, and I'll look at my, you know, horoscope, but I'm always fascinated with, you know, the whole backstory of exactly what this is. So uh, you have this book starring you. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Um, For people that don't know, what exactly is astrology? Astrology is the symbolic interpretation of the planets and the zodiac and various celestial bodies moving in the sky. Okay. And what about the zodiac? So like I said, I'm a Capricorn, but what are, what are all these symbols and signs mean? So the zodiac is um, a very, very ancient way of sort of dividing the heavens. Um, the Babylonians first introduced the idea and the concept of the zodiac, and what they did is they wanted to, they created these different equal sections, each of which had different energies and archetypes associated with it. Um, so the zodiac is the sort of embodiment of those 12 uh, different, or at least the Western zodiac has those 12 signs that we sort of know as part of our horoscope. Now, you started getting really interested in this at a young age as well. Tell me about that. Well, I, um, I grew up in a household that was very open-minded and my mom is a very um, philosophical and interested person. She's also a Sagittarius, so it's a no surprise. <laughs> but I grew up with, um, you know, the Bible next to the Quran, next to a book on astrology, next to a book on uh, Jewish mysticism. So there was never any, you know, my mom and the household I was in was very sort of open to talking about different ways of seeing the world. Um, so to me, you know, I, it never, astrology never felt weird. Um, it always just felt like a different extension of uh, a perspective. So I was interested in it, especially when I, you know, as a kid, I'm a Leo, and you get so much feedback with certain signs, Leo being one of them. So I sort of explored, you know, what does this mean for me? When I was younger, I used to go to Barnes & Nobles mm-hmm. and, like, sit in the magazine section and read if I was compatible with whoever my middle school crush was. Um, <laughs> and, so funny. and then from that curiosity, I just, it continued to build throughout my adulthood. It's so funny. I'm, I'm looking back thinking, okay, when she was little, if somebody wanted to date you, you'd probably be like, sorry, we're not compatible with our signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I became a professional astrologer, sometimes I asked my friends, like, you know, sometimes like, this is kind of weird, don't you think? Like, did you guys see this coming? And, and they're like, yes. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so what would you like people to know about the book? Well, I would like people to know that um, the, I created a book uh, really that is accessible and fun with a lot of activities and quizzes. And um, most importantly, I wanted to write something that was empowering and that allowed readers to understand that they are these very, very complex beings. Um, astrology is a practice in empathy. And finding sort of compassion and and care for all of the different parts and pieces in us 
that sometimes are even contradictory, um, but embracing them all as a whole. So Starring You is really a celebration and self-love. This is a very unique book. I've seen other astrology books about signs, but I love how you touch on the prehistory, you know, the backstory of um, the symbols, like, for instance, 700 BCE, Mesopotamia. The Sumerians and Babylonians established the zodiac and the 12 astrological signs. Never knew that. Yes. So it's, I wanted to, I'm, I studied art history in college. I'm a big history nerd. Um, and I wanted to sort of contextualize what this even is, because I think a lot of us, you know, uh, it's, it's easy to just sort of be exactly where we are in this moment of time without thinking of the incredible patterning and the history that has been going on for thousands of years. But it's such an important part of the story of astrology. And we have very little in common with ancient civilizations. But if we were to go to ancient Babylon, we would be able to talk about the Zodiac, which I think is incredible. (laughs) It is. Absolutely. Tell me, um, what are moon phases? So there are eight different phases of the moon. Um, The moon moves in a 28-day cycle. And... Each phase of the moon corresponds with a different energy. Um, I think a really good metaphor when thinking about the lunar cycle is to think of of the seasons. Um, The new moon is the beginning of the season. It's when plants are growing and there's buds. Um, It's springtime. And then we move all the way through sort of the peak of it, um, which is the full moon when everything is ripe and um, the harvest is ready to be shared. And then the The final phases of the moon are the dissemination of that, um, sharing the harvest, the leaves decomposing, and things sort of going back into themselves so that we can begin the new cycle over. How long did it take you to do this book? Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Um, I can't even remember. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's all right. Because so much of it is stuff, you know, I mean, the process of the whole book I guess was about a year and a half. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's a process always when you're writing a book. You know, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And do you feel like being in tune to this has helped you throughout life? Oh, yes. I mean, I wasn't always um, a professional astrologer. You know, I had other jobs as well. Um, like what? And What did you do? Well, I... I went to college and I studied art history and I thought that I wanted to be an art dealer, um, but it was very hard to find a job that paid in the art world. So I also worked as an assistant at hedge funds. I worked um, so many different jobs. And then I finally found my way into being an art dealer and I was totally dissatisfied with it and I found it to be a very soul-crushing experience. And I I guess, you know, along the way, I always was taking these jobs and really, like, putting my best foot forward Mm -hmm. um, to try to make it something that worked and whether, and it just never worked. And I felt very, um, I I felt like, what am I even good for? Very, but then when I found astrology, it just, everything started to click um, and opportunities were being presented and it really felt like the universe was giving me this green light of, like, keep going. Um, so I just haven't stopped, and it really is it is uh, very rewarding. I love it. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Aliza Kelly. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. 
And uh, she's a New York-based astrologer and writer, and you have uh, two other books, The Mixology of Astrology, Cosmic Cocktail Recipes for Every Sign, and Starring, and starring You, A Guided Journey Through Astrology. Uh, how did you end up um, writing for Cosmopolitan? Um, it's, again, you know, this very fortuitous um, journey. I actually met um, an amazing editor who is my current editor from Cosmo when I was doing publicity for my last book. Um, and she, we, we were, you know, I was working with the publisher and trying to find good outlets to talk about it. Um, and she, we met and I did her chart and we just got along so well. And within the next couple of months from there, uh, Cosmo h- hired Jessica Pels as the new CEO. And Jessica's vision for Cosmo was to incorporate a lot of astrology into it and to really double down on that content. Um, so the timing was just perfect. Before Cosmo, I was writing for Allure. So mm-hmm. I was already sort of within the magazine circuit, but it was Cosmo has been just the best place to work for and the best home for me. That's amazing. I want to mention this is a very interactive book. There's different things for people to fill out and really get to know themselves. It was a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I wanted to make something that was fun. I mean, I I am of course remembering all of those <laughs> all of those days that I would spend just you know doodling on the quizzes to figure out who I was compatible with. <laughs> so I wanted to create something that was um, equally as engaging and fun and interactive for readers today. Does this really hold true? Like, do you have best friends or significant others that are definitely definitely signs that you're compatible with? Well, you know, it's funny because I'm. It's it's going to be an important birthday year for me. I'm turning thirty this year um, in just <laughs> in just a few <laughs> weeks. And for my birthday, I wanted to do something special. So I was like, I asked many of my friends, and I was like, Hey, do you guys want to go to Greece? And Ooh, everyone nice. was like, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hell yes, I'm doing it. <laughs> Except for one who was like, I don't know. It's kind of last minute. It's kind of expensive. And then when I thought about it. Everyone who I asked was a fire sign. Everyone oh. was, like, down. You know, it was Aries and Leos and Sagittarians, like, all of them, like, yeah, hell yeah, why not? Except for the one friend who's a Capricorn who was being the most responsible <laughs> one about it, being like, I don't know, does this check out? So, That's yes, so I do think that when you start to look at um, your peer groups and your friends and the people that you have in your life, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's funny because um, I'm a Capricorn, and I tend to think through think things through and I'm not impulsive and I have to like really analyze and take my time making the decision sometimes so I can relate. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, very Capricorn. What is a sea goat? Cause that's my symbol. The sea goat is a really cool symbol. It is a, um, a very old mythological, uh, I guess creature, right? mytho- yeah. creature. Yeah. yeah. Who is half goat, half mermaid, and what it symbolizes is um, Capricorn's ability to both traverse land, um, which is all about the earth energy, and then water, which is about emotions and intuition. So even though Capricorn has a reputation to being very stoic, um, mm-hmm. it actually is very embedded within its own intuition and internal world. That is so interesting. So where can people find out more about you? So I... Um, I'm very active on Instagram, um, at Aliza Kelly, that's A-L-I-Z-A-K-E-L-L-Y. Um, I also have Twitter, 
and Facebook, also at Aliza Kelly. And then my website is alizakelly.com. Fantastic. Any advice for people that are new to astrology and, you know, obviously read your book, but, um, you know, any last bit of advice? Um, just keep studying, keep learning, keep exploring, keep finding your own synchronicities and your own patterns, and don't be afraid to, um, to get, get deep with it. I love it. Thank you so much for calling into the show. It's been fantastic. Congratulations. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Eliza Kelly. She's a New York-based astrologer and writer and author of two books. And I'm um, looking at the latest right now, Starring You, A Guided Journey Through Astrology. If you missed any part of our conversation, it will be up on the show blog within an hour after I wrap. And the blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And right now, all her info is on there describing her book and where you can find her. We're going to take a little break. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.